listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Lord be having mercy on my soul. I'm having the impression that my life gonna be a bowl. A cherries, but it's hard for me to cope. Got tired of being broke. This ATL again ain't got no time to sit and mope. Made up my mind while y'all made up y'all beds. On a cold wooden floor is where I laid my head. Born in 1975, never thought I'd make it this far. Still battling in this racial war. Trying to find solutions to the situation I'm facing. Only thing that's free is my flow that y'all be chasing. Let my niggas know before I go. I got that knowledge, like dropping books let's stop the crooks from robbing you of your brains as such using welfare as a crutch i'm in it for good you in my hood you won't be finding much hope that when i'm gone y'all remember this what we stood for fuck that flame and that glitz it's beginning to look a lot like the ending it got to be more careful about them corners that you be bending revelations getting impatient and now i'm dead remember what i said i'm gone by your head hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're live on a saturday morning with your feedback you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews if they're nice we read them on the show we're gonna read some today yes we are you left some we're gonna read some uh you can do that on itunes and stitcher we got one on stitcher and several on itunes Woo! you can also go to the black guy who tips.com you can do a bunch of stuff there sign up to become a premium member at the slash premium you can also do stuff like uh vote in the polls on the episodes uh listen to archived episodes uh all the way back to the beginning you can um do stuff like um uh vote in the polls leave comments um everything you can also leave us voicemail 704-557-0186 it will cut you off at two minutes so come prepared okay um <laughs> you can also do stuff like email us the blackout tips at gmail.com and uh what am i leaving out oh you can give to the show that's right mm-hmm. you can go to the blackouttips.com on the right hand side of the uh first page there's a little thing like you want to donate you want to put something in on this and we love when people donate we love when people put something in we shout them out actually we do and we're about to do it right now I dedicate this song to my sister recession, recession depression, my cousin depression and my best friend unemployment today's a new day mary h thank you very much for your recurring donation well you know recurring donation unless otherwise noted jonathan w thank you as well Corey b we appreciate you Corey. jonathan h thank you so much andy s we appreciate you jeff m we appreciate you as well mr span from the span report podcast came through put something on it thank you mm-hmm. michael w thank you so much marvin b yes marvin b <laughs> i wonder if people even know where that's from at this point uh mccall <laughs> mccall l thank you so much hey, you gotta be old and black like us right i'm not mexican i'm cuban b yes cuban b uh golden golden s thank you so much for uh you know hooking us up let's see who else now my phone wants to take its time to load the rest of these so uh yeah let's just uh vamp for a while what was the name of that movie uh half bait half bait that's the name of the movie dave yep. chappelle dave chappelle was in it uh clarence williams the third said that line yes he did samson one of the best drug dealers of all time i Call- won't talk to samson call tier h thank you so much for your current donation early daisy photography we appreciate you if you need pictures of kids early days of photography got you jay full thank you jay full we appreciate you coming through as well 
uh nerds in luxury those luxurious ass nerds um hitting us with the return we're appreciated we're appreciated um and uh yeah now it's back to waiting cool yeah half baker's classic movie and you got yes, to all it is. if you watch haven't it. watched it go watch it it's one of the few movies where i feel like i know every quote and can go back and forth with anyone just about mm-hmm. um so all right that's the phone just decided fuck that one okay rachel h there we go <laughs> stefan h thank you solana s appreciate you as well uh justin j thank you justin we appreciate you uh candace h a lot of h's coming in today i don't know if we just had a run on h's if it was a sale on paypal for all the h's i don't know i don't know but i'm glad you're here asia d thank you so much asia chriselle the official ben simmons hater of the podcast <laughs> uh we got a one-time donation from katrina and Brittany r thank you very much thank you. we appreciate y'all uh let's see who else we got huh um we got uh a slow loading email that's what we got uh yvonne <laughs> yvonne m thank you adam s we appreciate you benjamin c thank you benjamin tom w Annie P. Annie, are you okay? I hope so. Mm-hmm. Pete B. Thank you. Janine R. Thank you. Deborah O. Omot A. Uh, our girl Shanna uh, came through. Thank you. And that's everybody. Play me out, Kurt. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you. Oh, oh. And you look so much better when you. Oh, oh, oh. And you look so much better when you smile. Can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower and right now. I it's so hard to look up when you look down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. All right. Let's get into these five-star reviews, though. Um, That's what makes me smile. Suave P hits us up with this, uh, this five-star review. says, are you not entertained? <laughs> are you not? stumbled across stumbled upon this podcast from a facebook post where friends were recommending their fave podcast three years and possibly hundreds of episodes later and i'm still here this podcast has literally been my go-to form of information and entertainment for the past three years now sadly it has taken this long to leave a review but i'm here now the shame train worked Mm y'all yes they told me it didn't work but guess what it do you might not have got here when we wanted you okay but you on time but you got here on time funny yet very insightful the podcast along with all the additional premium content helps tremendously as i get through the work week and the weekends i look forward to every episode keep up the great work guys thank you chelsea a girl has no chill says five stars (laughs) 
from new orleans with love oh shout out to new orleans yes i want to visit one day baby rod and karen are my new favorite podcasters and my country cousins in my head i was introduced to them by the vice feature about game of thrones and now i'm a regular listener they are they're hilarious pair but also super open-minded and well-rounded in what they discuss i originally began listening to comedy podcasts as a way to quell my depression and i'm so happy to add this podcast to my subscriptions keep up the great work love y'all oh thank you thank you and we appreciate you listening and Mm -hmm. like i said man that vice piece vice doesn't even have a deal vice news is not on hbo anymore oh it's not Mm -mm. so i guess we were the death nail but they got us here right before the door closed yes they did so we appreciate y'all and i really appreciate the people at vice that you know that put us on man Mm -hmm. that was such a a dope thing for them to think of us i wonder what they're gonna do now Mm -hmm. somebody else might pick up i don't know they did like they did a great job on like their news and their coverage and shit yeah i feel like i don't know cerise enough to be hitting up like so what y'all what's what's the plan plus i mean i know right nothing's worse than when you like your bit like you don't like your shit is like your company and stuff is fucked up and then people are asking you like what you gonna do it's like nigga that's what i think every day when i wake up 24 7 yeah because it's public i think who was it uh alex was saying that's one thing about having a job that's kind of public and associated with the show like if the show ends and get canceled it's not like a normal person when you lose your job you can just go on about your business everybody was like oh you lost right. your job um let's see edna's mommy says new follower five stars love your podcast found you through tea with queen and jay shout out I, to them <laughs> i love those um women okay uh <laughs> good. Ooh, almost fucked up uh keep doing what you're doing um yeah and by what by fucked up i almost said the l word and jay does not go by that don't do the so, l word you mm-hmm. know from the mm-hmm. south y'all bear with it, me it's habit it's habit yeah but uh nah I, I love that podcast i listen to it every week um and uh it's super dope um and i still think uh queen has the funniest ronnie impression from the show i was saying that on our premium show but um it cracks me up like that i hate that nigga ronnie so <laughs> when she was doing that impression i was like get his ass he's the fucking worst i don't know what's going on i hate that nigga anyway <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah that's a great podcast if you like them um you know they're always uh they're always getting it so mm-hmm. um and they're taking next week off so just be prepared uh if you are a fan of them you know uh new daily essential listening five stars by uh i hope i'm oh wait this is a lot of different letters i'm just gonna say shirt gets wig um because i don't think i think it's just rambling uh like nonsense uh i came here for the game of thrones reviews in season seven and season eight but now i'm hooked it's refreshing to hear original opinions with a great dose of humor i find myself laughing out loud often so glad i stuck around y'all have a new fan Bree. thank you thank you that's so dope of you we appreciate you sticking around and we do. um yeah that's that's one of my things man like i know that people come for the game of thrones recap and there's a lot of people that peace out after that mm-hmm. but i always hope that they hear something that makes them be like yo these motherfuckers might be on to something let me check them out and uh i'm glad to hear that you are one of the people that said let me check them out same and lastly we have some five star a uh, one five star review on stitcher um they have it all by miss j five stars six days ago i enjoy this show for the variety of topics 
the guest and introduction to other podcasts i know they say birds of a feather flock together but i must admit most times i agree with the discussions and that's what keeps me coming back well i used to skip game of thrones and walking dead but everything else i'm cool continue success for friday care yeah and there's people like that that's like they're gonna be talking about that damn show all right you know i don't want to get spoiled or whatever i totally understand that as well you know um, and if a lot of people it's story time they go i don't watch none of this shit right everybody talk about it so i will have a comment and i can talk about the shit even though i didn't see it got a little something for everybody out here you know um and i'm glad you enjoyed the show and i'm glad y'all sticking around it i cannot thank y'all enough for these five star reviews i'm telling you they matter uh, it really matters and it also lets us know we're on the right path and what people enjoy about the show and it's the best advertising you can get it's free advertising Completely quote free. because you guys put in that that couple of minutes to put that five stars out there and people you know when they stumble on a new podcast you know when you guys are shopping on amazon when you're mm-hmm. looking on yelp what's the first thing you look for how Reviews. many stars they got what are the people saying about it and the thing i like the most about it while we and i'm not joking i won't read a bad review and mm-hmm. all that stuff i don't really want to delve into that negativity but y'all also aren't full of shit like it's like y'all are leaving honest reviews these are you know how this is our show this is the things that we talk about this is how we think so thank you so much for doing that um all right episode 1913 on the website uh no comments no comments in the poll but it was was stitcher too that was stitcher okay that last one uh no comments no votes in the poll 1913 it was love and respect uh i mean not no comments in the poll but there were plenty of votes okay anyway the votes the poll was do you burn incense yes or no this shit nigga we burn a lot we burn a lot 48 percent say they burn incense and 52 percent don't burn incense i love incense it's my fave yeah we we, we burn so much incense uh sometimes we walk into place we be like y'all smell like incense yeah i love burnt i love the incense and i love uh candles but i like incense yeah. more than candles but uh incense like, just doesn't stay lit as long as a candle can no it doesn't i i like them both but I, i'm a candle person yeah um although she does put all the candles out every time we leave the house or go to bed i, I do i don't want shit burning down karen is uh when i die by burning myself to death in my sleep y'all remember that it was karen that tried to save me it's my fault it was karen that tried to, don't blame anyone but myself it's, okay it's a like i said i know i understand what you're saying baby it is a mental thing for me i keep thinking if the candle break if it falls off the edge if something if a feather float over it i, was, I keep thinking it's a fire hazard and ain't nobody here i thought this bitch could be burning for three hours won't nobody be here blow that bitch out <laughs> yep you're not wrong it's my fault all right we had episode 1914 crips uh logan uh says that guess the race story had me dying ride went on a roller coaster ride with that crazy couple in the police chase oh my god that story was so long yes it was that's why i was like it's still more so much shit was happening i I mean honestly like you should have been able to listen to that and been like these are white people because a black story would have been about two paragraphs and then they shot them niggas uh ride went on the roller coaster with that crazy couple in the police chase first you start off normal then you sound more and more excited then they hit a plateau and we were all thinking the same thing wow this is a long ass story yes then karen said it and you sounded like you were coming down from the excitement i laughed so hard love y'all Amon. that's true 
uh i am Charde says so when i heard y'all talk about john b i started crying laughing he is here's an update john b headline at this huge juneteenth celebration on this past saturday where i'm from mm. i'm not giving the city because i'm honestly confused when they had kiki y and bun b on friday and sunday so he is definitely living his best life at the cookout love y'all i'm Charde. yep yes yes if he invited to the juneteenth uh uh um party jam yeah he 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 yeah. listen this is why and no offense to my fellow blacks but this is why you can't listen to these blacks on the internet Mm-mm. okay as far as they're concerned there is no white person worthy of coming to the cookout y'all y'all are a goddamn lie and i know y'all lying because i've seen y'all pictures online on facebook y'all have white friends y'all be hanging with them in places that are private and personal stop cut cut the shit stop fronting for the internet like you ain't never met a white person right. you would let come to a cookout and share some food with get the fuck out of my face so yes john b is at the cookout along with a myriad of other white people and guess what all of them are problematic all of them not just some uh, even the good ones all that shit they there they there just like your problematic ass uncles and aunties is and all that shit everybody isn't there trying to front like they gonna prove something on the internet by being the hardest black person the most militant nigga award is coming out every <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the webbies is giving out the, the, the most militant nigga online award every year that's not true man white people be at the cookout and y'all need to stop fronting john be definitely on the goddamn list oh yeah um and motherfucking what's his name coming too bill ray cyrus coming this year for sure and you know his ass he might gonna, be performing you know his ass gonna be there and miley gonna be there because some nigga gonna bring a dj mustard or somebody travis scott come on y'all, i don't know why y'all try to front like y'all cookouts be all uh, all black militant affair where y'all sit around and talk about woke shit all day fucking i don't know why i don't go to that fucking whack ass cookout four says it's gonna be whack everybody gonna be mad at me let's just sit around and talk about intersectional man get the fuck out of here dog Mm -mm. throw on frankie beverly where's the hamburgers the hot dogs the fish somebody teach white people the electric slide billy ray teach us how to slow billy ray teach us how to line dance let's let's do some cultural exchange up here real quick um far says what messes with me about this biden stuff is his trumpian refusal to apologize for anything it would be different if this was an isolated incident but at this point it's it's this the anita hill ish and the touchy philly shit i can only speak for myself but i can allow for being different error and having adjustment to new norms i can give space for adjustment there plus uh then a bunch of plus signs but what i can't abide by is the refusal to accept responsibility for the impact of his behavior by hiding behind his stated intent don't get me wrong i'm with y'all on voting for whoever the damn nominee is but please can we not with his old ass ugh yeah i ain't on front man um i i still feel the same way i felt before these these debates um whoever come out the primary i'm voting you know i'm just like but now is the time if you have an issue with these candidates and you're on the left now's the time to be fucking on their ass i mean this is what it is some people are gonna take it past this and do the whole thing they did in 2016 i pray that those people don't have enough of an impact to keep trump in office uh but i'm definitely not engaging with they dumb asses Mm -hmm. period like that like they can have their opinions but gamesmanship of the shit the the zero sum of it i don't give a fuck what your designation is if you claim to be an ally to all these people if you claim to 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 care about these issues you don't put someone in the in, in the back in office who is antagonistic to every issue you claim to care about i don't give a fuck who you are you're not that smart 
like what you're saying is stupid um and so uh the thing i thought was funny is funny difference of debate mate right because i've been calling this shit from day one kamala harris got in joe biden's ass and lord did the tide motherfucking turn because i said you're gonna she's a fucking prosecutor y'all prosecutor motherfuckers can act like they way too woke for prosecution like all crimes is just supposed to be a slap on the wrist like no one ever supposed to go to jail no nigga supposed to go to jail never never like you know and you you know you can do whatever you can be as critical of her as you want when she is up there and they're doing those fucking uh, those congressional hearings she is always in some trump motherfuckers ass and we're everybody shares the clips she has something about the way that she engages people that is at once uh inspiring and intimidating and that's probably why she was a prosecutor uh you know that's probably why she's you know obviously her record um as a politician is much better than um her record as a prosecutor because you can't really have a good record as a prosecutor because the nature of the job right that being said i i didn't even point out the people they was flip-flopping or any of that shit i knew it was gonna happen because i was like she gonna be good at debates and what what she do what most of the country saw that watched that debate was like damn i bet she would roast trump's ass real good that's what they thought for the first time i just been thinking it and i said well we'll see because i'm not like i'm not in her bag i'm not in any candidate's bag i like uh i actually like quite a few of those candidates to be honest i know everybody's you know fuck this person fuck that or there's a lot of personality shit going on i don't care about any of that stuff um i like a quite a few of the democratic policies that i'm hearing from these candidates and i hate the debate format because it's too many of them and i i need some of them to drop the fuck out hey, come on it it's was n- some people i was like who are you again child uh so so yeah i like i get all the qualms that people have but i was I, like when the woke folks was like really attacking her like heavy like i was like is y'all are doing this because y'all are scared she's going to win mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. y'all aren't doing this to people that y'all aren't afraid is gonna win and when joe biden finally announced i watched the woes kind of had to shift a little bit like well i don't fuck with with her but i mean this nigga is like worse like he's more tone deaf he's 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 like even the thing the the issues he has now he's stumbles over them he fucks up all the time mm-hmm. and he's then not good with articulating and then there's this other element all these woke motherfuckers spend all day online arguing with these well-meaning white liberal motherfuckers who are like just can't we just get along and all that shit and so kamala harris fraud this nigga joe biden and it was all the shit that black people have been saying about joe biden right came to the surface and i mean this nigga was putting out emails the next day like oh hey guys i just want to say uh that uh, i'm not with segregation you know like it like she put a dent in him elevated herself up another notch um and unfortunately for elizabeth warren she wasn't warren she wasn't there that night right because she should actually been with them right she was on the first night and then also uh bernie sanders just stood still like a deer in headlights because he didn't want none of that smoke them motherfuckers afraid of kamala harris and while you might not fuck with her prosecutorial record or whatever um almost everybody fucks with the fear she instilled in the white people that on that stage yes she did she uh had joe biden and them shaking so bad i think it was announced today one of his largest individual 
sponsors like they dropped donators. Them. yes they, they dropped them and then um at the when she got off the stage and everybody was greeting people surrounded by black women the, you know that's what the new that's what the uh people recording uh i forgot msnbc whoever it was they was like yeah we're looking at like who is going to the candidate they were like yeah it's a bunch of brown people and women coming to her it's gonna be a problem because this is the thing that i keep saying and like you can get in these internet circles and lose your mind pick nitpicking over these politicians but the end of the day is this none of those politicians are going to be perfect Mm-mm. and it's going to be about who people feel is having the best 2019 2020 you're not going to litigate 1996 you're not going to litigate 1974 the only time that's going to come up is when the candidates themselves get stuck there and she's just doing what i've seen people learn on twitter tweet through it she just is like all right well look i you know have spoken about my record i stand for my record uh these are the points the, the times where i felt maybe i may have made a mistake that's the last time i'm talking about it and boom and then no one on that stage can truly call her out because most of them have worse or um either have worse charisma or they have worse fucking records so yeah it's about who looks better among that crew and she looks better than biden and biden was the front runner so now people are like maybe she should be the front runner so and also lastly black women are going to decide this fucking democratic primary right so you gotta cater to us you can't be up there uh fucking up like pete and saying stupid shit you like no no doll you're not gonna win if we don't vote for you they've decided the democratic primary for a while now it's really who black women fuck with they're the most uh committed voters and they vote at the highest rate and they vote democrat they are going if you do not cater to them if you have no policies towards them you are shit out of luck the only person i've seen that truly targets black women has been elizabeth warren so far and i'm assuming it's because she got a super black staff and they are just like focused on the numbers like we keep going to black women issues um and other politicians are picking up on it and following her suit and then kamala kamala harris unfortunately for people that don't like her has the trump card of being a actual black woman right and while white people may be trying to strip her of her blackness and these like right-wing publications i'm sure there's some black people that are so woke that they're russians with the whole like sharing these links um but for the vast majority of people when they look up there and see a black woman they're gonna be like okay i feel more represented than by some of these other politicians than by especially these white men so right we'll see who it comes down to but uh yeah I, my whole point was uh i love when she drug his ass because i i was like I, and i don't and by the record for the record i don't hate joe biden i'm not one mm-hmm. of those people but when she drug him i was like yes because i'm sick of these motherfucking play the middle ass white dudes right still thinking they're gonna like salvage these trump voters in the midwest and telling me that these fucking mid these these midwestern flyover state ass white people are the forgotten people of america when you bring them up every goddamn debate in every interview how are they forgotten you keep bringing them up you won't let me forget when they fucking voted for trump you they, the media ran out there and did fucking in a million think pieces a million individual profiles on them even including some of these motherfuckers that were alt right right that are just overt racist and they did the economic this and they voted for obama so how can they be racist and and i'm like y'all won't let us forget them and that's the goddamn problem because they forgot y'all they not voting democrat they mm-hmm. not coming back 
the white supremacy that trump is serving them is like fucking meth to them they will never shake it they would rather do that than to be than to have better policies that actually will benefit them because if those policies help black people or brown people or immigrants they ain't fucking with it so yeah you know i'm i'm not gonna sit up there and um yeah i'm not gonna sit up there and act like um him pete uh b mayor pete uh and some of these other politics these white dudes tim ryan all the like we gotta appeal to the middle of america all of them are so out out to pasture to me and i hope none of them win i've already been said a million times i'll vote for whoever wins but i hope none of them win but more importantly i don't see how they supposed to win talking like that Mm-mm. i just don't if you are a democrat or you are running as a democrat bernie sanders <laughs> if you're doing that the word identity politics shouldn't even escape your mouth right someone should have came to you and said no stop we that don't shit. we don't do that here there is no identity politics because the because that, that means the unspoken identity is white men in america that's the unspoken identity and everybody else got they they're they're just distractions fuck out of here so yeah man i hope kamala wins because she seems savvy i hope uh, elizabeth warren wins because she seems savvy um shit cory booker was good in the debate i i know it's crazy to me too (laughs) like they had some i mean some people stood out to me you know and then some people just didn't get a chance to shine and then you have to be aggressive you got 10 people up there and of course that marianne williamson woman just uh okay i don't i don't she seemed like she was gonna burn some sage and rub some crystals on it i don't know what was up with her me either like did she go to like what year does she think this is i I don't Mm. know she she's yeah yeah she's gonna be out pretty she she probably ain't gonna have no money she's gonna be out pretty soon yeah so um anyway man kamala like i know the woke super scared of kamala because they start trying to share them old ass articles like uh what about the truancy program i'm like yeah you y'all didn't get traction with that last year it's not y'all not gonna derail people feeling like she won that debate and whenever uh, the more these fucking trump hearings they have like y'all she putting the prosecutorial skills to use on these motherfuckers and it makes good sound bites and good clips yeah she, she i guarantee you every candidate up there she's probably have read them like you do when you preparing for a lo- for a case she probably done went through yeah. comb recomb like it's probably not shit that they've done this particularly on the record possibly off the record that she's like oh i remember that yeah and the problem with a lot of these motherfuckers is that um they pick their favorites uh, out of the like personal favorite candidate list and then they feel like i have to destroy every other candidate right and i am not wasting my motherfucking breath or time you know i see people out here arguing with these white folks about biden every day i'm like what you doing right unless you can pay for this I, I i really think you should stop unless you getting paid like it ain't good for your mental health to keep talking to these motherfucking white people that do not give a fuck about you and will and just want to see joe biden win i don't know what y'all doing same way i'm not arguing with people that hate kamala harris okay Mm-mm. you hate her cool you, you got it sis yeah whatever you say cool i'm not gonna fight you about it you get a vote you decide whatever you're gonna do i will see you guys next year when it's time for the primaries to be done and we'll catch up then if you give a fuck if not then i'm assuming you don't give a fuck enough um and you're cool with trump yeah which means you never cared in the first place yeah i'm cool with that uh anyway 
uh on another note john b been playing black expos hair shows and juneteenth celebrations for a minute he been hanging out around the grill at the cookout for a minute said Forrest. <laughs> i believe you <laughs> the poll is is jesse gonna end up in jail because they keep coming up every week every every day almost with a new like new we day. still gonna get this right, nigga. the days about jesse leave him alone uh yes or no Karen? no 77 percent believe he's not gonna end up in jail 23 percent think he is i i hope he doesn't end up in jail but y'all i'm starting to feel like he gonna end up having to go to jail because they keep fucking pressing it they're like fuck we'll we'll give them something since y'all motherfuckers won't shut the goddamn fuck up who knew these white people cared this much they don't jesus they don't. y'all didn't even know who he was two months ago or how what three months ago not what was it john john y'all didn't know who he was in february in black history month y'all had no idea who he was Mm-mm. oh my god it's like he gonna get his wish he gonna become a household name but damn not at this rate uh we had episode 1915 bet awards 2019 the annual tradition far says on that mayor p ish i took it as him saying that he wasn't there in the moment to ask for votes oh when he was like i'm not asking for your vote okay that makes sense far as i i didn't even, i don't know how I, I didn't even think of that i think he was trying to say that he was there to address the issue rather than campaigning it was you know what in all fairness it was a short clip and that probably was the context makes more sense to him saying that he literally didn't care about getting a vote so yep my bad even giving him the benefit of the doubt on that his administration paid over a million in settlements for police misconduct there's a representation issue in the department only five percent are black in the town that's 26 black 26 percent black there's the whole ass issue of the black police chief being demoted while the racist white officers he taped got settlements then there's the fact that he won't release the tapes to the public all of this adds up to a huge issue with black the black electorate i don't know how the hell he expects the base of the party he's running for to trust him nationwide when he can't handle the black electorate in his small town come on speaking of getting fried that nigga got fried during the goddamn debate jesus they was lining they ran a train on mayor pete bruh it was like i know i'm not supposed to ever feel bad for white people because you know it's militant blackness online but um I, that shit made I, my second hand embarrassment came up i was like jesus what would it say i forget i forgot where he fucked up it was like healthcare or something like either healthcare or immigration man he just didn't go far enough to the left and niggas was like interrupting every cent like nope this where you fucked up man pete and i guess you just don't know what you talking about then the next nigga you fucked up man pete and i guess if you want to be like they pete, retweets it was listen they verbal retweets they dunked on his it was like they threw the alley-oop and this motherfuckers was yamming on his ass it was like i like 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 he, him and, and beto both like the kind you they can, don't they weren't ready you can see the confidence just waning them throughout the um the debate the debate and then uh beto i felt bad for too because like he used to be a media darling for white folks uh he used to be a media darling when he was running against ted cruz and um up up there on that stage boy he looked he looked desperate he like he was in a job interview he, you ever been on a job interview where they like well you like i gots to get this interview i got to get like, this job like if i don't get this motherfucking job we might not eat today i'm sucking dick on the corner i like i don't know what Whatever i'm doing it takes i don't know what i'm doing i got to get this interview that's how that's his whole energy during that debate he was looking like 
he didn't have no confidence in his answers he just it, it, like he was just screaming like please like me please please say i'm presidential please don't don't do me like this y'all y'all can i stand on top of a counter please is it y'all got a counter <laughs> y'all can just like walk around they was like you came in the lines then you better be rough and tough or we gonna eat you alive they was like Damn. it's 45 of us some of us got to go like i know we're not supposed to feel bad for white folks but especially a man but damn i felt bad for that nigga he he tried to speak some spanish everybody in the room was like oh man this nigga speaking spanish Which they is- was mad about why were y'all mad that they were speaking spanish i mean you gotta know him oh, speaking him, spanish him not not the, all of them because okay. what was real fucked up is when he spoke spanish everybody was like this motherfucker speaking spanish oh uh, here he go press just do some spanish oh beto and then he finished his answer and motherfucking cory booker broke out the spanish and everybody was looking at him like when um when baxter ate the cheese and uh anchor anchor man right like what like i'm just impressed like i don't even know how, how did you do that that shit was crazy because that, that was like you got Ro- that rosetta stone was good sir right i'm like damn was that here dawson teaching him this all this you you better cater cater to everybody i didn't mind him speaking spanish cory booger was like a new man that night man mm, he was like i want all those the, the the votes he was like see si, yo hablo espanol mm, he was dissing yes. he was dissing fucking uh he was dissing the fucking big farmer and shit after everybody said he was in the pocket of big farmer he was like man fuck these drug companies okay and that's why i said i ain't taking no money from these motherfuckers i'm like well that's a lot of money you know everybody else on the stage was like well i'm taking some money i mean shit i need japan like everybody else on the stage is like i'm like i got that even bernie sanders like i'm take a little bit i mean shit nigga supposed to do um anyway any black person that just saw the town hall that he had saw a black community that had been neglected and felt lied to i just want that to be the story rather than the racist notion that he's losing the black community because he's gay Ooh, i hadn't even heard that one me either y'all y'all still be talking to white people on the daily and i can tell and i'm not mad at y'all but they be stressing y'all out because i ain't even heard that one and that's got to be because i don't talk to white people you know what i mean like about this kind of shit right. not that not, i don't ever talk to white people stuff, but right i'm not arguing with anyone that says black people don't support mayor pete because he's gay you yeah, get the fuck out not my even, face it's not even a conversation that's just racist and no you don't get to say that to right. me uh we all know there's homophobia in our community but the fact is when you look at the candidates that black people vote for we tend to vote for progressive candidates period nigga the mayor of chicago gay the fuck are they talking you know see it's happening to me now i'm getting vicariously fucked with through the white people you fucking with a hundred everybody get a hundred yeah see this is why i don't do it it's not worth it not with my blood pressure and they're <laughs> not and they're not just progressive on racial issues these are candidates that are progressive on reproductive rights as well as lgbtq issues which is which are in fact racial issues as well because we're still the most vulnerable on both of those things all that said he's already has a lot of campaign money so he'll be still be around for a while but i think his campaign is effectively done because you ain't winning the nomination without black electorate and i truly don't see that happening now but we shall see yeah i don't know he needs something to happen to get some black votes because it's not i mean but you know what i'm just looking online it maybe black people fuck with him it's like biden where people be like nobody likes biden i'm like i don't know black people do like biden they do it's just the niggas online that don't fuck with him right the only person i really can see and uh, like i said the wokes won't like this but the only person i really can see like stealing this shit is kamala because she is black i it, it reminds me of um 
obama like people was counting him out nobody thought he had a chance to win everybody endorsed hillary clinton it was jokes about his name and the people just fucking saw him debate they saw him um you know at these events and they just liked him more it just it just happens sometimes is you know i think any of these people are obviously going to do a better job than trump but you know that's the only person i can see like upsetting everybody everybody else i can't see it happening because like they are they either already are the favorite or for some reason people don't fuck with them you know like correct like they don't have charisma or something like there's nothing wrong with them but people don't fuck with them um but yeah it's way too early to start ranking it's 20 motherfuckers but y'all know what i mean anonymous says i love y'all can i get a psi a pun csi joint and a thank you baby from karen man this ain't the record station version <laughs> wants to play the hits what's happening i was not prepared for the question i'm sorry baby <laughs> come on now anonymous you need to put your name on this uh boogaloo shoe bay says i really don't understand the tyler perry hey i'm 46 years old and for over 20 years i've enjoyed his films and plays on dvd and i'm a lifelong new yorker he has made movies that three generations of my family can sit around the living room at the easter dinner and watch and laugh at there's an audience for his films and they do make black women feel seen how many black films in the 2000s presented a majority of black women characters of all sizes come on give me a break i'll go on a limb and say there's no girls trip without tyler perry no shade to all the other black male filmmakers of the late 90s but who was really putting black women stories on front street i'm not saying tyler perry is without flaws but the hate is unnecessary yeah more importantly man um look at them other stories about black women and tell me they don't have very similar uh issues if you want to put them to if you want to put them to the test like that you know what i'm saying like if you really want to go look at like color purple through a lens of like uh the light-skinned person was this the dark-skinned person was that oprah was a big woman why she gotta be that like you can put the woke lens on them old films and you're gonna come find that tyler perry ain't the only one and a lot of people's faves got the same issues but you let them slide when you're entertained there's something about tyler perry that just strikes a chord at certain people's respectability and they can't even in the name of militant blackness they can't let it go they just can't and and i like i said i i'm not gonna argue with them it was tyler's night so that's the reason that i'm presenting that side of it i've always felt that way but i don't get on here and fuss at people about it i think anti-blackness has fucked us all up yes sir and you know to see like when spike lee gets celebrated you know there isn't this like let's come for him moment Mm -mm. but spike lee has some very uh problematic ass portrayals of black women in a lot of his work and i'm telling you the timeline quote unquote did not come for him when he was fucking up for that oscar they was so like black clansmen i hope it wins he deserves he has put in so much work they have disrespected him and i'm like y'all was just saying his fucking portrayal of black women are is terrible but some about that white award made everybody say well fuck his shortcomings we can get over it it's spike i mean good people like i saw it i saw it happen they called black clansmen propaganda and shit and then turned around and was like well he deserved it over them white people and i'm like these agendas are constantly a conflict 
and so much of it is about anti-blackness and respectability and and, and wanting to the, the the white gays like so much of it is about that shit that for one night a dude that really doesn't cover the white gays got to say yeah y'all can call me a coon but i did this to help a lot of people in my community and be an inspiration to folks and you can't deny it and so for one night you can shut the fuck up and that's really all it took like i saw people that wanted to say way worse things about him they basically was like i'ma just be quiet because people was finally being like yo we're friends i'm a peer of yours i'm a black woman as well and i feel like you being unfair to him that's it you know i saw you know i was talking to somebody and they was like well it's also like he doesn't use he hasn't used union writers in the past and some people feel like it's an industry thing i'm like that's cool that was 2008 right you know maybe he's still doing it that doesn't justify people calling him a coon and shit like like spike league said that shit was coonery and buffoonery that's not a union issue mm. that's a i don't like this nigga issue yeah he on the list no so no matter what he do that's just the uh, i guess to justify yeah. how you already feel yeah people feel a way about him and i'm not asking them not to but i'm mm-hmm. just saying for one night he get to make the case on the dais for himself because it's the fuck the awards for and i get it like there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that like he decided to do the shit his way and it worked yeah what, and, and, and the critiques all the critiques uh some of the critiques are valid some of the critiques are not but when he's on your list there's not for some people there's nothing he can do right yeah and that's all it is agendas are agendas and i i get it no clever name says intro with karen on the background vocals yes i didn't watch the awards <laughs> but from what i heard here offset the migos was the highlight with them dance moves he was dancing i was surprised because i've never seen the migos have a dance routine so mm-hmm you know the bar is so low for black rapper dudes like unless you uh, you moving that's all because normally they just kind of just stand there with a mic and you know pump the chest out but it's like oh oh so you got a choreographer good for you yeah i don't know why black rappers don't black dude rappers don't have more choreographer mo- moments i mean that's like we job. haven't done that since like the 90s right mm-hmm. like kid and play and shit like that used to have that mc hammer like some just niggas just niggas don't dance no more all they do is this all they do is this dog classic r&b lover says hello rider care number one love your defense of tyler perry respectability politics rooted in internalized racism is truly a scourge i've seen several of tyler perry's films and for the most part i have enjoyed them thoroughly there have been films he has made that i felt was uh was to my taste and you know what i wasn't to my taste and you know what i did i didn't go see them same i didn't shit all over the man his films the actors the people enjoyed the film funny how the wokes feel so comfortable denigrating a black man in front of the very white gays they criticize other than others for pandering to listen i like listen that no one's gonna say it but i'm not afraid to say it we're supported supported by black people mm-hmm. um and also i'm 40 and don't give a fuck a lot of woke black people use Tyler, use being not tyler perry and anti-tyler perry as credit with white people yes they do i watched it happen it was i'm not that type of black and i'm like why you gotta fucking shit on just fucking they don't even watch this shit like that so why are you even using him as a reference point like there's something inside of you that made you have to be like i'm not like those negroes and you need basically what you're saying you need to think about that you need to think about why you are that type of black person and why you think that would give you some some credit with some white people you know like that that shit is whack and hopefully we've come far enough in the last decade or so 
in the you know under like you know with black lives matter and like certain online publications people get more woke that people start self-examining like why the fuck did i feel that way and i'm not trying to say i'm woker than now or i'm the greatest nigga in the world i'm just saying i've this is just one of those things from it's like serena williams for me right like i always been in serena williams so i don't have a like a past to look at and be like this nigga used to hate serena williams and then everybody got woke and then he was like i love serena williams right like you know i don't have that i don't have a uh tyler perry i used to hate him and now i love him type of thing because i just basically was like his movies don't look good i don't go see him and people were right into our show and they think we're a certain type of black person they'd be like don't you hate how he represents us and shit i'm like what no just don't watch it just don't watch like it's, i don't hate how spike lee does it. i don't hate how he does it. i don't hate how john singleton does it no one nigga can represent me i represent me that's it you know D- embrace that baby you know don't let don't 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 fall for that okie doke um so yeah I, I it's just interesting to see people that claim to be woke have to come around on that and he finally got a chance to be like y'all need to examine yourselves because when you was up there how many people heard that speech and was like yeah i kind of agree with that even if you don't like him or his work or you think it's it's it's, it's coonish blah 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 how many people sat her down and was like yeah i kind of can see exactly what he means because he's not stupid Mm-mm. so then you have to you know it's like okay well as a means to an end i may have taken a different lane but my ass probably also wouldn't have been able to employ all them people because i would have been too fucking proud or too fucking sophisticated and ain't nobody want to see that shit and to top it the motherfuck off they niggas don't always even fuck with like jordan pill Mm-mm. they used to think he was a coon when he was on fucking key and peel yes, then did. he did some black horror movies and now he the fucking icon black king of hollywood donald glover he used to rap about fucking uh asian women and and white women and shit joke and, about the short shorts yeah like he and, and being called gay and ostracized and shit and how he felt about that niggas didn't want him, nothing to do with him and then he made fucking atlanta this is america and, and now everybody like yo the woke black king of hollywood like shit i remember this i remember people laughing at beyonce all them single women anger she's fooling y'all she got a man and she talking about some single women now you can't say shit about beyonce without somebody jumping out of butch and slap you upside the head like solange in the elevator <laughs> like nah this shit it shit has changed people are, like you might be with it early hopefully people get it early and sometimes you got to come around on this and hopefully people come around on tyler perry to at least let him cook stop putting all the fucking weight of blackness on any one creator and i've seen people do it with Issa ray dog like mm-hmm. all, no black creative is off limits it doesn't matter what fucking they fall into someone somewhere will be like and this is what's wrong with that black person and why they don't represent us all no one thought they did all right number two right i'm gonna start carrying a note in my car that reads don't dear world this accident that resulted in my death was a fault arrived from the blackout tips he played one of those god awful white people covers on black of a black person song and the agony to my ears caused me to crash my car don't do that because then they're gonna arrest me and possibly kill me so let's not let's not lead a, a note to the police three i was reading up on the company i was reading up on the company do's and don'ts for a cruise and guess what i found people are prohibited from bringing swords on board the ship i wonder what the hell prompted swords being added to the list of prohibited items because you know it was something somebody trying to play motherfucking pirates or some bullshit Mm -hmm. and slice somebody up thinking it was funny running around with a fucking sword all right walk the plank and all that shit Mm -hmm. drunk and got fucked up 
uh the poll was was it bad that tyler perry was awarded at the bet awards Mm-mm. no 69 percent of people agree with you karen i don't care either way 30 percent of people agree with that which means one percent two percent say yes they did have a problem uh iman says i don't care either way but i did like his speech and y'all were absolutely right about the doors he opened and why people feel some type of way about him when his content was just for us everyone was cool i remember watching dvds of his plays with my cousins it's the same embarrassment that some black people get when they hear black folks with heavy southern accents in this mainstream media and when folks bring stuff up like that to me i always ask them why does it bother you it sounds like you need to look inside yourself and ask yourself some questions come on i remember i used to buy into the respectability thing but after reading breaking the chains of psychological slavery and why black people buy into that and how we subconsciously hurt one another i worked on not doing that shit i was definitely hurt as a child being teased about sounding white but you have to do the work to get past those hurts or it will fester and turn you into an asshole mm-hmm. and it's a lot of adult black assholes out there yep i'm still working on shit man like nobody's a finished process man all i learn shit every day or examine myself every day and be like yo why did i think this or why do i think this and you know is this coming from a healthy place because a lot of times it's not coming from a good place Mm -mm. you know like if you've listened to this show long enough you've watched me come around on the like blurred people because i was like nah i feel like these niggas gonna reject me because they want to be like the only nigga to ever watch anime and so you know some like oh this nigga went to harvard these white like these hard like i like i would already start my list of check mark check mark check mark this is an asshole type of black person i don't want to be around and that shit was wrong yeah. i was ju- i was prejudging motherfuckers didn't even know them and then some of my some people i'm tight with now come from the exact type of shit i would be like this motherfucker is not the kind of nigga that would fuck with me and vice versa like the exact like oh this motherfucker is uh went to ivy league school uh came from an upper class family uh um you know was was the only black in some of these like private schools or something you know uh like just certain things where i would be like yeah that person's not gonna be that's not my type of person and they gonna end up saying or doing something and so i would just preemptively be like fuck this person and that's wrong it's wrong dog so i just stopped doing it man like and and that doesn't mean i like everybody no some of these motherfuckers i'm absolutely right about i just don't judge them ahead of time anymore it's like speak for themselves some of the motherfuckers gonna meet you like this is the exact stereotype of why i wouldn't fuck with you and some people i'm like yo i'm glad that me and this person became friends because how the fuck would i know that was cool as shit you know and we black so i don't want to do that to each other like we Mm -hmm. are black Mm -hmm we're stuck in this shit together no matter what so why i'm gonna start doing that to you you know what i'm saying like look at how this motherfucker talk they can't be cool like no i'm not gonna do that all right last episode 1916 justice for stanley we had one comment from law yo rod yo karen what's up Mm -hmm. i felt every piece of that valedictorian speech my (laughs) yeah our girl uh this was hilarious. reagan gomez was said she rewound it like 20 times <laughs> on the podcast my school staff wasn't shit either but i thought that was normal the trend for me was set in elementary school we had teachers who would smoke in class spike their coffee cups of alcohol and fall asleep at their desk while they were supposed to be taking movie notes oh no so by the time i got to high school the only thing lower than i expectations were the amount of graduates 
damn that's that's terrible how the fuck did you even make it out of that right that sounds that sounds like a a horrible fucking school experience i mean i I didn't even experience that when i was in school i mean you needed a joke cloth face (laughs) nah i think i know he i know what he needed yes white woman savior Let's turn all the chairs backwards. As I walk through the- Need like Nicole Kidman or some other white actress to come in there and teach them to love themselves. Yes. You need to like Robin Williams to start a poetry club. Anyway, um, I swear if it weren't for generations of students writing answers down and hand me hand me down textbooks, I wouldn't have nearly as many correct answers. Also, ever since y'all started going in on Cuba Gooding Jr.'s groping case, I keep seeing oj's face whenever i think of cuba good jr i picture oj shouting show me the money and i put oj punching the air in front of confused me alone but i picture cuba good jr telling chris jenner how to not tell nobody about courtney <laughs> oh. speaking of courtney's cuba is gonna need courtney b vance for real now huh <laughs> stay up I y'all so. hey he says i don't even know if that's the right cloud dashing by the way uh don't care yeah it's chloe <laughs> but we we, it's a tank but we got it we picked it up for you um and the poll was have you ever played the lottery um yes or no okay yes a little small scratch offs 80 percent of the audience has played the lottery before and i don't know how to fucking play it right so i never play you ever put zero 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 nope that's gonna Uh be the next number from now uh 20 percent said no juan says i played a lot of every so often because some asshole always seems to win it i can be that asshole right ah it's all about believing in yourself um all right and then we had uh some phone calls from uh for the phone line now this one's from a number i don't know and they called three times pray for us guys let's hope that it's good i have not screened this one i yet. hope it is too okay. fingers crossed everybody 704-557 0186 is the voicemail line. Two minutes or less, y'all. Hi, Rod and Karen. My name is Yasa. I'm a longtime listener, first-time caller. Um, this is in response to Stanley for our Justice for Stanley, that speech by that young lady. I just feel really irritated because these young people have access to so much more information than we did when mm. we were growing up looking for scholarships. Not only that, there's a lot more to that story. Um, then I'm able to disclose, but I just really feel like young people, they have Google now. There's mm. libraries. She could have done the research herself if she's really that concerned about scholarships. I mean, that's completely out of control how she approached that and handled that, and I just thought it was completely inappropriate. Mm. Um, oh, was that it? Yeah. Cause she oh, wait, on. no, it's still going. Okay. And, uh, it won't let me fast forward either so we just gotta stick to this oh and so skype is like fuck it's like we, a minute left in this phone we, call we're taking what skype is like we'll take away all the features i'm gonna assume she didn't come back and go to the next one because <laughs> um, I, I don't i don't i mean hopefully we didn't lose anything on that one but uh i mean i understand what you're coming from uh off tops that they got google and shit but i mean what the fuck are the what's the staff there for then I mean they do have a job and they do tell you to work hard and they're gonna work with you 
now maybe this one this girl's a dick i did say she put the dick in valedictorian um but i mean if you tell me to work hard because you're gonna help me get in school and shit you know and i yeah i've been a victim of administrations that dropped the ball for me now it was before the internet but i have been the victim of like y'all mishandled this and now i'm not gonna get my money on time for my scholarship and now i'm stressing about am i even gonna be able to attend school you know because i don't have the money to pay for my tuition unless y'all fucking get my scholarship money to come through you know um and it's not because i did something wrong it's i you told me i filled everything out then i go to find out your aid and they like did you fill out the green form like the fuck no one said that to me i was just in the administration office you know so i definitely and i worked in the administration office uh as a freshman on campus so i definitely can feel the frustration but i don't know the specific situation so maybe you have more details and she's just a dick i don't know right that and like i said i'm just going based off of kind of what i know uh to in my opinion that's the counselor's job the counselor's job is to actually have this information for your students like that's literally their yeah. that's what they're supposed to do you know yes you, we do have more access than ever before and yes we can find this information that's the thing she may have been doing that and on top of, they may have found or seen scholarships that you can't always, cause yes, Google's gonna give you stuff, but Google's not gonna tell you everything. Like, you're not gonna find a lot of scholarships. So, them in conjunction with each other could have had more scholarships. Yeah, what other job that you get paid to do could you say that to somebody that is under your care? You know what I mean? Like, could you imagine if like your therapist was like, well, you could have Googled this shit. It was like, nigga, your job is to guide me through this. You don't wanna see all the patients that got the schooling and the training in it what 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 should i do so if you informing me of scholarships a day before the fucking scholarship is up i do feel like that's on the, the, the school you know and i'm not there's a, a lot of students who wouldn't have a problem with that i was one of those students that would have you know would have been like i'm just glad they told me but i can understand like one of these like anal retentive valedictorian types being like i want to know months in advance so i have months to prepare instead of a day you know that and also um like i said i don't know the race of the person but for a lot of people we're still going through first generations well i don't think they were black so yeah i I don't know yeah i'm just looking at okay i looked at the video i don't think she was black okay but even with that you do have people whose parents might not have went to school so regardless of race so there's pressure on them right so we're depending on the counselor to kind of help us get through this process because i'm a student most students at 17 they don't know the process everything is brand new to them and if you don't know the process and your parents don't know the process everybody's kind of learning as we go through the process you're looking to the counselor for guidance because got his counselor that's their job yeah it's like i want it to be as serious to you as it is to me correct all right next Robin, karen it's yalpa again sorry now i know what you mean by having it together before you call this is in response to the episode i just finished listening to justice for stanley the young lady complaining about um her counselor not being available there's actually a lot more to that story um that i'm not able to disclose but just speaking to her sense of entitlement i mean if you know you're eligible for scholarships, they have Google at their fingertips now. She could have easily looked up that information. There's still the library. As archaic as it is now, there's a library. We can research plenty of scholarships. I just think she could have done a little bit more digging to find that information. I guess she feels her counselor should be there for her, but again, she could have looked for that information. And really, if she thinks her counselors aren't there now, when does she get to, to college? 
I just wanted to say in general, though, on a positive note, I absolutely love y'all's show. Um, I love interacting with you guys. You guys are the reason why I actually watched Game of Thrones and binged it and caught up to it and fell in love with the show because your reviews were so wonderful. Um, and I just want to thank y'all for doing your podcast, and I wish y'all continued blessings and success. Uh-huh. And hopefully, I'm hoping to add to the pot soon and pay y'all. So I'm not like a freeloader, as y'all like to call us. But <laughs> thank you again so much. Um, but I just wanted to comment on that because I just, I just, I don't know. I just feel like young people just really aren't trying to access resources that are readily at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. I hope y'all have a great evening, afternoon, and great rest of the year. And hopefully you guys had a great weekend as well. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Uh, thank you, Apple. Yeah. Now, she did leave one more message. Okay. Do you want me to play it, or you want to go ahead and say what you're going to say? Oh, I'll, I'll say what I'm say real quick. Okay. Um, and I do understand, because we're older. I'm a, I'm assuming that you're, you're, you're adult, you know, the 30s, 40s. All young people are entitled. So this, this is not nothing, you know, special to this generation as far as the entitlement is concerned, you know. And I think that... Um, and I do agree with some of the things that you're saying. Like I say, I don't, like I say, you might have more information than I know, but to kind of reiterate what I'm saying before, she might have been doing all that and expected them to give her extra information too. Yeah, I'm gonna play this last one, then I'm gonna go back to what I was gonna say because mm-hmm. she did leave one more message. So unless it was like a butt dial, then we could just uh, skip this one and get right into this. Hi, this is Yasa again. I just, I, I can't. I really gotta. I gotta give some some background to why that counselor was really struggling. Um, first of all, the school that she works at, and this is in regards to the Justice for Stanley mm-hmm. um, episode that I was listening to, um, her daughter was killed by a drunk driver. And the drunk driver not only killed her daughter, but then took off from the scene. Mm. And then he turned himself in the next day. That was only about a year ago. Mm. I mean, how exactly would you deal with it if you lost your child? Not only that, but she she counsels a high volume of students. I mean, I'm not really making excuses for her, but you just have to understand the context behind why the counselor was not able to just be at that particular student's beck and call. And again, these kids have access to the Internet, have access to all kinds of things. She could have done the footwork herself if she was really that concerned about getting scholarships for money, being a valedictorian and such. It's, I just, it's just really disturbing to me. And I guess just like anybody else who listens to your podcast, a particular story you've covered hit close to home. And I just had to, to explain why the counselor may not have been available in the capacity that the young lady, in my opinion, felt entitled to. Mm. Um, I can't speak as much as far as the teacher. Like, I get that part. But as far as going out to the counselor, especially knowing what happened to her daughter only a year ago, I mean, we can't we can't put a time stamp on how long it takes somebody to grieve their child. If you guys don't play this on the air, I'm perfectly fine with that. But I just really had to give context because it's just really, it was really hard to sit through that part of the podcast because it just was really, it kind of it was off-putting because, I, I know about and that was the last one mm-hmm. uh um, so a couple things um one i fucking love entitled uh kids so i know i'm already 
i'm i'm not like yeah. most people Mm-mm. like Mm-mm. i love my niece when she's like no, no. i don't want anybody to take my picture no i don't mm-hmm. feel like doing this shit uh we don't raise especially girls enough with that type of attitude boys have it all the time yeah boys are totally entitled they're, they're so fucking dick sometimes and people um, just let them be it so that's you know that's definitely part of it two um that shit was funny so that's why we laughed at it and played it on the show right because it, 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 and maybe you're too close to the story to see it but the tonal right. shift of her going from my parents these teachers my friends <laughs> fuck this counselor fuck the staff fuck death row as a label you know like that shit was hilarious that's why i played the ether beat under it mm-hmm. and vast majority of people were laughing um and then the third part is this um and i don't mean to sound cold because i obviously feel for anyone that loses a loved one period but that's not that girl's problem Mm-mm. and i don't like right like i know you say you weren't making excuses but you were making excuses that like it's and i get it it's a reasonable thing that would affect your performance at a job it is not wrong to you know maybe you need more time off maybe you need you know maybe you have to change fields but the kids at that school are on a deadline they're not there those kids aren't going to be there forever and especially when you're graduating and you have a you have a finite opportunity to get the scholarships and the things that you want the harvard doesn't want to hear well my counselor lost her daughter so my shit was late and i hope you still would consider it but she you know i i you know i didn't know exactly what to google so you know like i get how um that might uh affect bother her you know what i'm saying um and then the other part of it is a, a counselor's job part of why they are better is to be better than google if like if if you can be replaced by google then i have to question why you even had a job my guess is through however long she's been doing that job whatever training she has however many students have walked through that office she probably is a valuable resource for telling people like here's the best way to efficiently spend your time getting into college right that's why you're good at that job that's why you're you're doing that job you know um for her to be able to say you know hey don't spit don't do this scholarship try this one don't apply to this school try that one if you're gonna apply to this did you know about this scholarship most people don't know about it i know about it because i've been working here long enough or i've done this with enough students you know there's valuable information that you can get that you just can't google sometimes you know and for this type of anal retentive a type a personality ass valedictorian person you know these motherfuckers are like this is the most important thing in the world because we teach kids that this is the most important thing in the world and so to them it's like they're putting all this pressure on themselves they're putting all this pressure on the school their family to be like prepared to go like when we read these articles where it's like this black kid got into 47 universities and we all pl- applaud there's a team of people around them that are helping yes, them sir. with that there's people paying for their uh application fees or showing them how to get waivers for application fees come on there's uh parents and friends and family and counselors and staff that are consistently pushing these kids and that part of the we never talk about that part but every last one of these success stories they none of them did it by themselves period so you know i like maybe she was uh wrong to if she knew the context of this woman's dealing with all this and i'm just gonna put her on blast maybe she's like i said put the dick in valedictorian because 
even if she wasn't wrong like let's say they were just lazy teachers yeah you're a dick for putting it out there like that it's graduation day and you shit it on your teachers it's funny but it's fucked up right we laughed at it ha all right ha ha but also damn right Um, well so that's so that's how i feel about the thing i'm not as um i don't know you know it's not like you have a, a personal relationship with this counselor and stuff like that or you just know more information so yeah maybe it obviously it's gonna hit different for you the same way you know it hits different when we cover like a guess the race story or like so-and-so fell into a vat of acid if it happened in your city maybe it's you know it's like that nigga went to my church you know and it's different for you but yeah all these stories and i always say this about the show is none of this stuff is really funny if you think about it mm-hmm. but we kind of make gallows humor at our show right we kind of analyze things from that perspective yeah um, we don't try to be offensive or oh, no. try to be unfunny but Correct. none of it's really fucking funny like we do guess the race on the show but more importantly we do fucking with black people you understand fucking with black people is just unfunny shit that we have decided we're gonna laugh at it because how else are you gonna process this so you know i like if, if we missed it or we weren't empathetic enough or we didn't have enough information and you know it it, it bothered you that this story was was you know we laughed at this thing i'm sorry that that you felt that way really but you know it's kind of the nature of the show yeah and and i agree and the thing is uh at the end of the day it's the school's responsibility if she was unable to do her job they should have assigned her another counselor like like it's uh, hopefully uh, from my understanding i don't think she was the only counselor well there. we don't know we don't know right. let's not assume because i don't want another phone call being like she is the only counselor there that, y'all don't know what y'all talking that, about that's why i'm making a statement like I, I don't know if she was the only one yeah. but you know I, my assumption this is just me speaking hypothetically there's more than one counselor um and the student looks to the school to get this information to them and you know somebody brought up in in the chat which i didn't think about not all scholarships are posted online right and so how do i as somebody who's googling get access to these and also Plus, i mean people have connections that they've gathered over the years of doing the job possibly so it's like even if you it was posted online or whatever i might know a person to be like yo if i talk to them you'll definitely get in you know i can there's just too much in flux here to be like you know well this woman's daughter dies so then basically she doesn't have to do her job and she gets the year off and no one should be salty about it and everyone should be understanding it's fucked up but that death happens to all of us and life is still happening to other people and it's and, and it's just that's just the fucked up part about life if somebody if i die tomorrow karen gotta figure it out no matter how sympathetic people are no one's gonna be at her job in a year being like so you still fucking up on the job but hey i know your husband died a year ago people are gonna be like uh the time for you, we have an acceptable amount of time where we decide you have to move on or you can't do the job you know so i feel bad for that counselor obviously knowing that mm-hmm. you know and, and i do understand you know your perspective and, and what you're saying but uh, similar to Roger, i wish more students were, were um like that uh holding people accountable because you know in general a lot of times the systems let children down and you know unless you're the type of person or unless you have parents that that are out there and on people's asses your child will fall through the cracks yeah zach snyder's daughter committed suicide or uh, 
I don't think we're supposed to die by suicide. I believe is the right term. Sorry right. about that. She died by suicide, and he had to quit doing like all the DC movies and stuff. Um, and JJ Abrams took over and stuff, you know. And you know, people were pretty kind about it or whatever, you know. Like I've never seen anyone like say anything fucked up towards him, but people still like yeah the movies he put out was bad like they're not gonna be like well we have to forgive the movies he went through a tragic no they're like the movies suck and it also sucked what happened to him in real life and i think that's kind of what what happened to your to, to that counselor right both can be true yeah like it sucks what happened to her in real life but also your performance fucked up my possibly fucked up a lot of my scholarship opportunities and i don't know what to say man like just life sucks sometimes Mm -hmm. all right we got one more voicemail this one's from allegra and then we'll get to our uh emails because we uh, have a couple of those and then we'll get out of here hey ron and karen this is allegra um i just got through listening to that long ass um detail of the the uh standoff in um pilwaukee (laughs) on your crips episode um the background story for us, our side, is that's all, like, in our area. In fact, um, the standoff was near um, my husband's job. Mm-hmm. He works in the hospital in that, um, or near that town. So he got held, uh, he almost got held up in traffic because of that standoff because they had blocked off the freeway and all this kind of crazy stuff. Wow. So only this shit would happen in freaking Wisconsin. <laughs> it's completely ridiculous. I just wanted to let you guys know that little, our little story about that. And I had no idea they were white, but I kind of suspected once you guys broke down the whole story, because I never really got to read or hear uh, about it afterwards. Um, but yeah, it was super drama, like high drama. Uh, yeah, crazy stuff happens here. All right, talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye-bye, baby. I like how we had two calls this week from people personally uh, attached to the stories that we read on the air, and one was like, yo, this shit is actually way sadder than y'all know, and the other one was like, yeah, this shit is crazy. These motherfucking white people are crazy. Like, it would have been funny if a Lego would have been like, um, and actually, that woman went through a divorce a year ago, so you guys need to stop okay it's not what you think she needed to be on meth and she'd be like she'd have been like what happened was that they went there and they had no blue paint that's why all the crips is no that's not the crip story she's talking about the one where the woman um the woman was a hostage slash ran from the police slash oh that one tried to escape the hospital she's talking about that one yeah. like if she would have just been like listen that woman is going through a hard time she just broke up with her boyfriend so it's not really funny guys take it down a notch you know uh but we still gonna get these jokes off yeah come on guys nothing's wrong with funny is the motto of the show <laughs> miss uh miss j writes in still laughing dear Ryder karen i know this is old but i was listening to love and respect feedback show while i was showering and as i bent over to scrub my legs i had to chuckle because i still remember the leg watching episode you all are so impactful whether it's a joke or your commentaries on life thanks for all you do p.s i love the episode with brandon and justin and i'm proud to say i'm a patreon of medium popcorn dope yay yeah the leg washing thing is funny because it took on a life of its own man it that, did. that and then that i don't know i didn't even i don't think i talked about it on the show but the white woman that didn't wash her hands 
I don't know if you talked about that one or not. Yeah, and she she talked she did like a tweet about like I ain't wash my hands and this woman saw me not wash my hands after using the bathroom and was like, You're not gonna wash your hands and I was like, first of all, bitch, you know, like mind your business. I got Perel in my in my uh office anyway or some just some shit and then every black person that has ever washed themselves was like no <laughs> what what you're not gonna do is that and it was trending on twitter for a while you she has it was trending. yeah and i was like damn boy the game is wild you gotta really just can't publicize your l's these days is what i'm saying Mm-mm. players fuck up right and also just the power of twitter to make us all feel like not all to be fair certain people feel that no matter how much the tide is going against them they can they're right and they can just turn the tide at any point you know like i don't know i I hope i have a little more humility in me you know there's certain issues i wouldn't back down on if it was like homophobia or something like that but i mean washing my hands if if i said i didn't wash my hands and everyone went you should wash your hands i wouldn't be like fuck y'all y'all ain't finna tell me what to do i'll be like i guess i need to be washing my hands it sound like solid sound like some good advice people was like i am a hand washing professional and trust me you have to wash your hands okay this is what i do for a living all day is wash my motherfucking hands and yours too i went to college for hand washing and uh yeah as somebody who wrote my dissertation on hand washing yeah it was so basic but it happened all right let's see we had a five star review from canada yay yeah wait we got more than one from canada oh shit what the hell is happening here all right well i'll do the first one first right great podcast rod and karen are two peas in a pod i can't stop i get it that's cute i can't stop listening to them and their banter is always interesting they always have great guests they always keep me laughing at work keep it up they are still going strong best podcast in the game dave from t dot thank you thank you baby we got another one great podcast that's all love from the six c a oh yeah from the six 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 mj two two three nine writes uh in the in the canada uh podcast uh itunes app so thank you so much thank guys you. two peas in a pod that might be the title of the show I like that oh kelly writes in um dear rod I, it says all episodes especially media top 43 with brandon keith brown uh dear rod i am guilty of coming to the barbecue eating your steak and the good wine my laptop is so old i've been wanting to leave a review but i listen on my phone y'all are deserving of 10 stars thank you so much for this show i mean it was so informative i had no idea the situation happened not only did he tell us about the matter but he educated us on how things work in maga country next your dad was so funny i love totally love stilly dan them boys have so much soul there is so much i want to say i just forgot half of it i'm so excited to be finally writing <laughs> love you all and i'll put five on it real soon love you both kelly joe and then uh a bit moji that says goals thank you thank kelly joe we appreciate you and last one james writes in possible poll question in the words of andre 3k ain't a good nigga but a nigga from the hood and i greet people as such i try to say good morning afternoon or evening i'm sick of folks trying to correct me acting like i don't know the game the evening starts at 5 p.m not 4 if it's (laughs) if it's cool with you and karen can the poll question be when does the evening start 4 p.m 5 p.m or when the wine is poured (laughs) james 
i appreciate you <laughs> you are a uh you are a uh, supporter of the premium <laughs> and we appreciate you emailing in but absolutely not i'm not making that the poll okay well my vote is when the wine is poured okay just so you know that won't be the poll let we'll stick to doing the polls over here but um you know i don't care if it's four or five to be honest with you so this is definitely and not then some people the say evening is anytime after 12 right evening is whenever niggas say evening to me that's it okay or when somebody is real dark-skinned people say evening which i think is just colorism oh, oh lord mm, it's colorism all right y'all i will talk to y'all yeah. later um so we might be taking this week off um possibly next week off instead one of those two weeks we taking off um so if you get a show tomorrow then that means we didn't take the week off and if you don't guess what that mean so uh yeah i'm anticipating taking a week off for the fourth and then we'll be back uh the week after that Mm so uh but thank y'all for listening we appreciate y'all and uh yeah until next time y'all take care of yourselves and i love you i love you too